So it may be more challenging today than ever before to have a positive attitude in the midst of all this negativity. But we have to remember that Jesus calls us to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. You know what really bothers me? Well, I'll tell you what really bothers me. I suspect that it bothers you too. Negative people and negative thinking. And if you're like me and you've watched some of the political discussions on TV over the last several weeks, then you can't help but notice that talking negative is one thing that they all have in common. I mean, it's sad, but apparently true, that the media experts have found that negative advertising and tearing down your opponents is more effective than just putting out your own message. But it's not just politics. The truth is, most media outlets thrive on the negative message. Tabloid magazines have the largest circulation. The entertainment gossip shows are among the most widely viewed, and all because they exploit everyone's faults and their failures. So there's just no getting around it. In our society today, negative sells better than positive. But you know, we may be surrounded by negative But that doesn't make it right, because it's not a Christian characteristic to tear someone else down, to build someone else up. And I believe that God not only intends for us to live with a positive attitude, but the Word reveals over and over to us that He responds to and is attracted to positive people. In the Old Testament, Joseph had plenty of reasons to be negative. His own brothers sold him into slavery. My own brothers probably wanted to do that to me a few times. He suffered years of mistreatment, but his skills and his attitude caught the attention of those in power. He always made the best out of his circumstances, and he found favor with God and men and became a great leader in his generation. And the Apostle Paul, he could have gone negative. He was thrown in prison, put in chains, but he decided to look at the bright side. He said that because he was in jail, there were others who stepped up and began preaching more courageously. You see, he knew that the negative didn't help anything. Paul reminds us of this old rhyme about attitude. It goes like this. Two men looked out from prison bars. One saw mud. The other saw stars. I wonder which one we would be. Our attitudes are a direct reflection on how we perceive the reality of life. 
And we can't afford to let the culture around us drag us down into the negative spiral that it insists on perpetuating. Through Christ, we have every reason to be positive about life and about others. The Word says this, Let the mind be in you which also is in Christ. Did you hear that? The Word says we can have the mind of Christ. So it may be more challenging today than ever before to have a positive attitude in the midst of all this negativity. But we have to remember that Jesus calls us to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. We're supposed to make it taste better and spice things up. And when we turn our hearts and our minds to Christ, it's impossible to be negative. Like David of old, we have to say, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit in me. And I know that when we do that, I can promise you something good and something positive will happen in Jesus' name. God has made promises to you for everything that you could be going through today. Depression, fear, grief, heartbreak, worry, failure. It doesn't matter. Stay right there because he's promised to get you through it. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400-lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets in hardware stores everywhere and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now, back to On the Bright Side, as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. I was going to ask you, has anybody had a bad day lately? (laughs) I thought so. Okay, well, well, here are the top ten ways to know you're having a bad day. Okay, you ready for this? Top 10 ways to know when you're having a bad day. Number 10, when your twin sister forgets your birthday. (laughs) Number 9, you know you're having a bad day when it costs more to fill up your car than it did to buy it. That's right. Number 8, you're having a bad day, you call your wife and tell her you'd like to eat out tonight, and when you get home, you find a sandwich on the front porch. Number seven, it's a bad day when the bird singing outside your window is a buzzard. (laughs) Number six, your doctor tells you you are in excellent health for someone twice your age. It's a bad day. Number five, you're having a bad day when your children's school calls to surrender. (laughs) 
Number four, it's a bad day when you have to borrow from your Visa card to pay your MasterCard bill. <laughs> Number three, you're having a bad day when you put both contact, le contact lens in the same eye. I've been there. <laughs> Number two, you know you're having a bad day when you see a film crew from 60 Minutes waiting outside your office. And the number one way to know that you're having a bad day, when your car horn sticks and you're on the freeway behind 32 Hells Angels on motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> okay, but let's face it. We all have a few of those days. And in fact, it's pretty normal to have a bad stretch where things aren't going well. And some of you could even be having some of those times right now. But you know what? All of us as Christians, we have an amazing arsenal of weapons available to us to fight and overcome whatever comes our way. And we know that it's there. But so often, we don't unleash the power that's right there for us to use. And what I'm talking about are the promises of God. You see, God always tells the truth. He always does exactly what He says. And He said He'd do a lot of things for us. And there are well over a thousand promises in His Word that we can rely on to help us deal with our struggles. And all His promises are true. But here's the key. What many people don't realize is you have to remind God of His promises. And you might think, that's a strange statement. Why would we have to remind God of anything? Well, we remind God of His promises because God wants us to. Not because He can't remember what He promised, but because God wants us to know what He promised. Most of the great characters in the Bible reminded God of the promises that He had made. David, Abraham, Moses, all of them, they cried out to God for him to deliver on his promises. And you know what? He always did. So we have this huge advantage in life in the form of God's promises, but the Word shows us that we have to go after them, that we have to get his attention. You know, you, you, you know the scriptural phrase that we've heard our whole life, all the promises of God are yes and amen. I know you like that when you use it often. Well, I never bothered to really grasp what that line meant. But when you read that whole passage, it gets clearer. Here's what it says. For no matter how many promises are made, they are yes in Christ. And so through Him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. And what I learned is amen is one of the few words that means the same in Hebrew as it does in English. It means to agree or to, to acknowledge that it's true, like so be it, or it is so. So what this means to us is that through Christ, all His promises are true. So when we remind God of His promises, Christ responds and says, yes. And then we say, amen. We've got it. I claim your promise in Jesus' name. Now you may say, well, I pray and I read the Word. And sometimes I still don't feel like he's listening. Well, you know, the word also shows us that there are times 
when God allows us to feel like he's not listening. But that's when God is testing you to see if you'll trust him and his promises no matter how you feel. That's when he wants you to cry out, God, where are you? And that's when you can remind him that he promised he would never leave nor forsake us. And that's when you can remind him that he promised he would inhabit the praises of his people. And that's when he wants to come through. And that's when he has to come through. Because all his promises are true. Dwight Moody once, once said, God never made a promise that was too good to be true. Our God is an interactive God. He's made promises to you for everything that you could be going through today. It could be depression. It could be fear, grief, heartbreak, worry, failure. It doesn't matter. He's promised to get you through it. What an amazing gift His promises are for us to stand on, for us to hold on to, and for us to remind God of. All His promises are true. Say that with me. All His promises are true. Listen to this one that the Lord Himself made. He said, There are many rooms in my Father's house. And I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if it wasn't so, I would tell you. And when everything is ready, I'll come. I'll come and I'll get you. So that you can be where I am. What a promise. Aren't you glad they're all true? Because this one... It tells us that no matter what happens, everything's going to be all right in Jesus' name. Having the joy of the Lord is not contingent on your present circumstances. Stay tuned to be reminded of how amazing it is to have the joy of the Lord in your daily life. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Sometimes you discover something that's so ultra cool and handy that it just screams, you need this. Meet the Nebo Tools Slim. This is a thin, ergonomic, rechargeable pocket light that puts out 500 lumens of intense bright light. This isn't like any flashlight you've ever seen, and it's shaped like your cell phone. A task light and flashlight, the Slim fits, hangs, or sits just about anywhere. Fully dimmable with power memory recall. The ultra cool Slim pocket light features a pocket clip, collapsible hanging hook, and powerful magnet base for convenient hands-free lighting. This light will prove so handy that you don't want to go anywhere without it. The Slim, just one of the many reasons why Nebo is the leader in lighting innovation. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the ultra-cool and handy Slim at Batteries Plus Bulbs Outlets and hardware stores everywhere and online at nebotools.com. That's N-E-B-O tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order. At work, home, or play, for the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. Do you have the joy of the Lord in you today? And I'm asking you because there may be things going on in your life that you aren't happy about. In fact, there's probably a number of things going on that you're not happy about. But I want you to know, that when you give your heart and life to Jesus Christ, the joy of the Lord is always yours to have, no matter what you're going through. 
no matter what's happening in your life. And I want to share with you how I use God's Word to remind me how amazing it is to have the joy of the Lord in our daily life. First, I want you to repeat this line with me. The joy of the Lord is thine when you remember to lose your mind. That's right. (laughs) Now, you're probably thinking, speaking of losing your mind, I think Bob's just lost his. But over the next five minutes, I think I can show you what I mean. Now, let's go back to the joy of the Lord for a minute. When the Apostle Paul was trying to encourage the Philippians, this is what he says. He says, rejoice in the Lord, always. And then after he says that, he stops. And he's, he's wanting them to listen to him. He says it again. He says, again, I say, rejoice. Paul puts this to us as an important instruction, as something necessary for growing our faith. Having joy and rejoicing in the Lord is not meant to be contingent on any of the present circumstances that we're in. Paul rejoiced while he was in prison. I'm sure he wasn't happy about being there. But the word says he sang and he worshipped as he faced possible execution. You see, Paul knew That real joy is different from happiness. Happiness is an emotion that comes from how things are going in our life. Things are good, happy. Things not so good, not happy. But joy is an attitude of the mind and of the heart. Joy is an intentionally looking at life through the word and the promises of God. Joy is an approach to life based on the hope and the purpose in Jesus Christ. Every Christian can have, should have, the joy of the Lord. And not having the joy of the Lord means you're living beneath the level of the blessing that God has destined you to live. Having the joy of the Lord is the birthright of every child of God. And the joy of the Lord can transcend and overcome and even overshadow events in your life that cause heartbreak and grief. Now, what does the joy of the Lord have to do with losing your mind? Well, just so you know, when I say lose your mind, I don't mean go crazy or go out of your mind. You see, I believe that many times the joy of the Lord that we should be enjoying is interrupted and intercepted by the world and the way the world wants us to see things. The world constantly is shoving the garbage at us at such a rapid pace that it influences our thinking without us even realizing it. And what the world pushes on us says everything is a mess and it's all getting worse. The world promotes fear. And it sells self-indulgence. It sells materialism. And it does everything it can to try to cloud our vision of all things godly. And the world wants you to see things the way the world does. And that's a problem 
and keeping the joy of the Lord. And that's why the same, that same Apostle Paul said, don't conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Is Paul saying we should ignore the world? Turn off the TV and the computers? No, I don't think that's what Paul is saying. I think he's saying that when we renew our mind, that we're striving to have the mind of Christ. And when we do, we will begin to see the world as Christ sees it and not as the world presents itself. And thankfully, the Lord sees the world as people like you and me who He loves and wants to share His joy and His future with. You see, every follower of Christ has the gift of the joy of the Lord. He intended us to have it and He intended us to keep it. Jesus said, These things have I spoken to you that my joy might remain in you that your joy might be full. And it's not just that He wants us to have it, but the Word also says the joy of the Lord is our what? The joy of the Lord is our strength. So what I'm saying to you this morning is the joy of the Lord is yours. But we need to have the mind of Christ and begin to see the world through His eyes to keep it. Don't let anyone, don't let anything that's happened to you Don't let anything on earth distract you or discourage you from the blessing and benefits of knowing Christ and experiencing His joy. Even if you have to lose your mind to do it. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com. Or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com. 
or call 817-755-8484.